This is the Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. A speaker introduction can make a huge difference in the outcome of a presentation. I've experienced great introductions, bad introductions, and one time, believe it or not, no introduction. I waited and waited and waited and finally realized that nobody was going to introduce me. So in this two-part episode, I'd like to cover how to properly create and deliver a speaker introduction. By the way, I'd love to thank the listener who had this question for me. But unfortunately, I just can't find your email, so I apologize. So what's the purpose of a speaker introduction? I think every introduction has three goals, to get attention, to spark interest, and then finally to build anticipation. If an introduction is done really well, the audience is not only open and receptive to the speaker, they are also on the edge of their seats with excitement and anticipation. That's a great introduction. In essence, a speaker introduction clearly and briefly suggests why this particular speaker is uniquely qualified to talk about this particular topic to this particular audience. It's important to keep in mind that whatever you say must be relevant to all three of those criteria, the speaker, the topic, and the audience. To be crystal clear, Don't include information about the speaker that doesn't help build the credibility for this particular topic, or if it isn't of interest to this particular audience. The intro should not be a long list of all the accomplishments, awards, and experiences of the speaker. It also shouldn't be a summary of the speaker's presentation, and for sure, it should not be a dreadful word-for-word reading of the resume-like bio that was probably included in the program booklet anyway. So again, the speaker intro should be a sincere, warm, and energetic description of why this audience should be excited about this presentation from this speaker. So that leads to the natural question, who then is most qualified to determine what to include in the introduction? Who would know best what information makes this speaker uniquely qualified on this particular topic for this particular audience? (laughs) No, it's not a trick question. Of course, it's the speaker. And in fact, professional speakers spend hours crafting just the right introduction for each event, or at least they should be. So the first tip, and perhaps the most important tip today, as the speaker, you should write your own introduction. I'll admit, it seems a little strange and self-serving, and And honestly, it still seems weird to me when I hear people using my own words to introduce me. However, you know yourself the best and you know your material the best. What you may not know the best is the audience. But as long as you take the time to do an effective audience analysis, which by the way, I did an episode on that, you'll know what brief bits of information are relevant and would likely generate the most impact. So again, if you're the speaker, write your own introduction. Unless you specifically ask the person to deliver it exactly as you've written it, don't expect that they will. That's one of the reasons why I prefer instead to provide a bulleted, highlighted list and then ask the person to pick and choose what they're comfortable with. I prefer they talk using their own words and not mine. As the speaker, in addition to your suggested introduction, you should also send along a longer, more extensive bio. Oh, and don't forget to bring copies of both of these to the event. The person delivering your introduction 
may get changed at the last minute, or worse, the person might have been planning just to wing it. So having printed copies of both the introduction and the longer bio, it's always a good idea. And by the way, you might want to print that introduction in big, bold type so they can read it easily. If you're the one introducing the speaker and the speaker is giving you a pre-written introduction, you'll likely want to adjust it slightly to make it your own. But be sure to ask because some speakers, they prefer that the introduction be delivered exactly as written. Even if you do have the permission to make modifications, don't go too far astray. The idea is to keep the content the same or similar, but use your own words. Oh, and you also might want to add your own impressions of the speaker. Finally, no matter how much material the speaker may have provided you, if you're the one giving the introduction, it's your responsibility to keep it short and sweet. An introduction should not go on and on. You just need enough to build credibility and anticipation. 30 seconds to one minute is, is pretty typical. However, with an extremely accomplished professional in a formal setting, in a very formal setting, the intro may go a little longer, but please, two or three minutes max. Keep in mind that typically the longer full bio is printed in the materials, and if someone's interested to know more, they can read it. And also, the longer that you speak, the less time your speaker will have. If the speaker doesn't provide you something ahead of time, call and ask. In addition, you should always do a quick run through ahead of time with the speaker. It's just to be certain that the details are accurate and that you're both okay with what you plan to say. The speaker may want you to focus on certain highlights and sometimes they may not want you to share certain things. So it's always good to double check. So what exactly goes into an effective introduction? What do you say? Well, like all speeches, it should have a beginning, a middle and an end. Remember the rule of three? I did an episode on that. And in part two of this episode, I'll give you the details of what goes into each of those sections. For now, this is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. Your homework for this week is to think about speaker introductions that you've heard in the past. What did you like? What didn't you like? Also, I'd like for you to start writing a new introduction for the last talk that you delivered or the last talk that you introduced. Start by listing all the unique qualifications of the speaker, then list all the unique qualifications for that particular subject. Finally, make a list of the unique qualifications for that particular audience. It'll help if you really do do the homework because next week we'll use these same lists to build a very strong speaker introduction. So if you haven't already become a fan on my Facebook fan page, or following me on Twitter, you should hang your head in shame. <laughs> Just kidding. But more seriously, it only does take a second to follow me on Twitter. It's Lisa B. Marshall on Twitter, or to become a fan on the Public Speaker fan page. That's facebook.com forward slash the public speaker. It only takes a second, and it's free. Besides, as a Twitter follower and a Facebook fan, you're eligible for discounts, insider tips, and other freebies. As always, I invite you to join my newsletter or my professional network on LinkedIn. Oh, and one final quick note. If you know of a company that would benefit from sponsoring the show, please let me know. Or if you're interested in doing an internship or a fellowship with me, let me know. Thanks. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. 
Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>